When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. Okay, wow. It's been a crazy couple few weeks here in Marriage Therapy Radio land. Uh, Laura and I just taught the Art and Science of Love this last weekend for the Gottman Institute. I thought it went well. I thought people had a good time. We learned a lot and it was fun for us to be able to do that finally and just kind of get on the other side and kind of shake our heads out. Last week I had the interview by myself. A lot of you asked if that was a result of the episode that came before. It was not. It was a circumstance of timing. And this episode is a little wonky. I think we're just kind of trying to find our sea legs again. But, you know, I stumbled on and we stumbled on a topic that I think is actually pretty important. It's the idea that you see what you're looking for. Uh, If we are scanning the environment, looking around for stuff to disappoint us, upset us, make us sad or angry, we're going to find it. But sometimes you need to go out of your way just to look for stuff that, uh, that delights you and brings you joy. That's a little bit of what we talk about today. It's a very cool conversation. Stick around. Are you excited to come see me? I am excited to get on the other side of this workshop. That is for sure. It is killing me. And I guess I'm doing the thing that I hate, which is technology, trying to figure out technology, which only means. Okay. But here's the thing. Let me tell you something that's been really good about this for me. I'm in a definitely in a different space. Uh, This is real. And I don't know what to make of this. I'm going to talk to my therapist about it today, but the slideshow, I've been doing the slideshow for the art and science of love. And I have had both battle the slideshow but also like my own sort of OCD and perfectionism. Like I'm really doing Mm -hmm. good work about saying this doesn't need to be perfect or I can skimp here or I don't have to like figure this out. And you know, cause I'll over rev about is the circle the same size as the one that's 10 slides from now. And will somebody notice that the circles are different sizes? Like I, I definitely will do that. And, and, um, so I spent, Rebecca told me it's been nine hours. I think it's, I think she's overestimating, but I spent a lot of time kind of getting it done and I finally cracked the code. I finally figured it out. Okay. And yesterday you went and looked at it and, um, and you were like, I found this and this, the thing that you looked at, it doesn't exist anymore. I deleted it. It's gone. I started all over from scratch. So no way. Um, but I did all of that last night till about one oh, thirty, which just, is why I'm Friday. Hold right on. Now, can really I just, Friday. can I please share? This is, but yeah. The, and then tonight I get on a plane and I come see you. Yeah. So, um, which that'll, I'm that'll good. I think that's really good. Like we need that for our relationship, but here's the, here's the thing that I thought was really funny. And I thought it was uh, like a really artful repair, which was you using humor. So you've been working so hard. You guys, this is this. I love, I love this about you. You've been working so hard on this PowerPoint, right? And I am playing the role of the critical wife, wife friend, right? So I send you a text, work wife. I send you a text. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. We hadn't been communicating like at all, right? Actually, what happened before that text was I asked you a question and you didn't answer it. And then you sent me a text out of blue, like four hours later. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said, that's my mindset. This was out of the blue. And I just said, Hey, I noticed that we're missing a few slides at the end of the intro. And I just basically was pointing out some flaws in this thing that you've been working really hard on. And you responded, I think you misspelled. Wow. That looks like a ton of work. Thanks so much. Hope you're holding up. 
And I just <laughs> laughed so hard because rather than saying, stop being a, a, you know, like such a hard critical woman to work with, you just used humor and it, it just broke right through me. And I giggled and I was like, you are absolutely right. And I think I wrote back, like I owned it and I was like, I'm a dumb, dumb, sorry. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's, yeah. I just, uh, this is, again, I've been learning a lot about a, how to design a slideshow, but B, you're how to like manage my own stuff. And I'm not being entirely successful. It's a conversation I, again, I want to have with my therapist, but yeah, I'm doing it better than I used to because I'm aware that I'm fighting battles. I don't really need to fight like mm -hmm. again about millimeters and design flaws and whatever else. So, but, um, I've decided that I'm going to start paying attention to things that make me happy. And do you, can I tell you about what they are? Yeah. Tell me about, well, hold on. So why are you doing this? Why are you paying attention to things that make you happy? Like, what's that all about? Is it just like a way to invite uh, joy into I, your cause, life? Cause I, cause I can, because I, because I want to, because if I don't, then I'll focus on all the things that are terrible, which is, I think it's just easier to do. Right. That's what we learned about this five to one ratio thing. Right. Is, Things that are negative, they just take up more of your mind space. So you have to go out of your way sometimes to focus on things that are not. And so uh, I've been watching this show. It's called uh, For All Mankind. It's, um, it's, it's a really cool show. It's on Apple TV or something uh, that I'm really into right now. But uh, it's all about the moon and the moon landing. And let me tell you something. The last, this last week, the moon has been amazing. I was at a soccer game the other night. Uh, which was super cool because I was just sitting in the stands and I was watching the moon come up. It's a full moon. It was amazing nice. and beautiful. And then, but this morning I was driving Mary to school and I'm looking at the moon because it's setting now. The full moon is setting right mm -hmm. there in front of me. Yeah. And it just made me happy, man. The moon is cool and <laughs> uh, it's beautiful and it's big, big old ball in the sky. And I just was like, I was trying to get Mary to care about it, but she doesn't because she's, you know, a teenage girl. Yeah. And, um, but it made me really just like happy and full have of joy. We, and I just decided to, I was going to. Have we talked about this on okay the podcast where like. Um, <laughs> the I, moon? No, no, no. But taking ordinary <laughs> things like the moon and the sun are out every single freaking day of your life. And what you have done. Well, not really. The moon's not really out every single day of your life. Okay. I mean, it's, okay. it's there, but you can't see okay. it. But I, get, I get what you're saying. All right. But yeah. what you have done is you have chosen to turn your attention to something and recognize this brings me joy. This is something that's really nice. And I love this. And I, I feel like maybe if we haven't talked about it, like my sense of smell is my most prominent sense. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm going to talk about smells Anytime I, I like was standing next to a guy at the park the other day and I said, I don't want to be creepy, sure. but I just need to smell you. And so I like brought him in close. Oh, that, that there's like the opposite. That's like the opposite of itself. What? I don't want to be creepy, but I just need to smell you. Those are like opposite you. statements. No, but if you, if you are friends with me, you know that I need to sniff you at all times. Like I'm just like a sniffer. It's just something that brings but, me joy. Okay. Wait, but this guy that was at the park, is this a guy that knows you or is this well, like a rando? No, no, no. It's a guy that knows me, but he's the husband of a, of a okay. wife friend of mine. He's also a friend, but you know, like appropriate boundaries. Okay. I'm just going to smell your arm. And I said, Ooh, it's clean, fresh laundry and he, and a little deodorant. That's nice. And I just said, and so I said, I'm not going to be creepy, but I find joy. Like my sense of smell is so strong that I find so much joy out of sniffing things that he was just, you know, <laughs> an innocent bystander in my, <laughs> in my pleasure. But okay, here's what I'm getting at. Okay. What I'm getting is, is okay. that 
there's a way to intentionally tune there in. are simple pleasures every simple day. pleasures every single day and like the sun the moon yes. these things are always present and you have just chosen to focus on that and say i can find joy and pleasure in this thing i'm just going to pay attention to it. it's like mindfulness so well there, yeah and there's two parts of that of course i mean one is i mean to, to the mindfulness piece one of it is just noticing right like what the reality is i looked at the moon mm-hmm. i thought it was awesome yeah and then i was like I think this is awesome. And I let myself just like feel awesome yes. for like a minute. Yes. And then another thing happened that made me really happy. Do you have a song? Do you have a, do you have a song that if it just comes on, you just become happy no matter what? I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. Obviously you do. I do. It's, okay. I do. It came on this morning. It's Galileo by the Indigo Girls. You have to sing and, it. Uh, I don't know this one. Uh, it goes like Galileo's head was on a block. His crime was looking at the truth. And then it's got a bunch of stuff and they're harmonizing and there's like the guitars and then uh, the live version is really cool because you can hear like the whole crowd Ooh, singing I know, it. I know my I'm song. trying to sing too. I'm singing loud. La- I'm trying to sing loud and like, uh, but it's just like a hundred percent of that time when that song comes on, I just get happy with well, that happened this morning. So I had the moon and I had the song. Do you know my song? And I just decided like if I'm tired, even if I'm tired right now and mm-hmm. I'm kind of fried and I'm a little frustrated at the technology, uh, I'm going to just like be okay with uh, this this uh this cool thing oh and then i want there's one more thing can i tell you about one more thing can i share my story because i need three things okay let me share oh you have a song did you find a song yep uh it is miley cyrus's version of jolene and you can only find it on youtube you can't find it on like apple music that makes you happy oh yeah oh miley is a talented talented singer and this version of jolene crushes i'm just saying like go look up on youtube miley cyrus's version oh, of jolene yeah. jolene jolene just, but jolene makes jolene. you happy like the uh okay all right yeah. I'll, I'll check it out um little nas also does a version of jolene that's pretty awesome go on all right number three right on three things that brought you joy. um so rebecca went out to dinner last night with a friend mm-hmm. and uh she came home with some pizza leftover pizza I swear to God, it's the best pizza I've ever had in my whole life. Like I, I'm, I'm really kind of sad There's that I'm coming about leftovers. to Oregon. I will feed you. Some I put it in the oven for on two fifty for like ten minutes. Yeah, heated it up just just right. Oh my god, it was. I, I want to go there tonight, but I can't because I'm getting on an airplane. Yeah, and eat this pizza because they only have it in October. That's the only time this restaurant has this pizza, oh. and uh, I just I want it real bad. I want to go get this pizza. And then I want to go watch the Dune movie and not talk to anybody for like three days. Okay. I've got, I I can do one out of three of those. You can watch the Dune movie with Ryan while you're here in Bend, Oregon. Here's the other thing that I have. If you drop the name of this pizza place and then send them the podcast, I'm willing to bet that they will make you a pickle pizza that (laughs) you can have when you get back. They, uh, this is the place we go all the time. They, they know us. Uh, we have spot, we have a spot that we go. And so I'm sure that they will make me this pizza. Um, I might check it out. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. Can I, can I share something with you? This idea that you brought up of like, I've been in a crummy space. Like you've been frustrated. You've been kind of struggling with like, you know, figuring out, I hate learning curves, by the way, I'm not patient with learning curves at all. Yeah, um, which is that's why a good way to think about it. I was really, really happy that you wanted to take on this PowerPoint 
issue. So the the learning curve. Even <laughs> Rebecca keeps that. asking me, "Why are you doing this? Why isn't Laura doing it?" Because if Laura does it, I'll be mad about it. Yeah, it'll be. It won't be the, exactly the way I want it to be, and I will have. <laughs> I'll have We're very different people. <laughs> I'm I'm an eighty percenter. If it looks eighty percent decent, then I'm done. I just hit my mark, and I'm like, "Oh, look at that, ready to go." Um, but you know, yeah. it's always nice to have OCD. Um, unless you're OCD and ADD and then that's frustrating, which you're not. It's good. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, we are. But we are. We're very squirrely together. That sounds funny. We're, we're OCD and ADD. We have it. Like we have it right. right. <laughs> okay. But this idea of finding joy in the simple pleasures is actually an exercise yes. that I learned in my sex therapy school. So, um, okay. And it's called waking up the hands. Do you want to do it with me? Okay. I don't know. All right. Actually. Okay. So we're going to, um, we're going to do this. Waking up the hands is you go. And you wait, know. why are we doing this? Is this going to be a value to people who are listening? 100%. Cause I think, we, I don't know if we've done that yet. hundred okay. percent. So people that are listening, we're having an episode today. It's called waking up the hands <laughs> and I don't know anything about what we're doing. Um, but I did want okay. to tell you that. I, no, we're okay. really doing it. All right. So here's what you need okay. to do. You're going to find an object, any object, any, anything near you that you can pick up. Okay. And what, Oh, Oh my gosh. Here's what Zach is holding up. He has one of those tiny hands that fits on your fingertip. <laughs> I have something that I like to do with the tiny hands. Yes. All right. So you have a tiny hand and you've already sort of started doing what I want you to do. So I want you to get comfortable and get real like fussy with your comfort. So you can sit there and close your eyes and all you're going to do is focus on the object and you're going to start just by kind of like touching it and just kind of running your fingers over it. Obviously, if you're driving, um, you know, don't close your eyes, but play this episode back. And you're just going to, I want for you to feel this object up. And right now he's running the tiny hands over his face. <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm taking you seriously. Okay. I really am. All right. I really am. So with your eyes closed, you're just exploring this object. And I want for you to also like, you know, if you're touching the object with your fingertips, explore the object, maybe on the back of your hand. Um, one of my favorite places, the inside of my wrist. And go slow, because I'm watching you right now, Zach, and I notice that you're really kind of like getting kind of crazy with with those tiny hands, but I want for you to go slow so you can feel the sensation. And then I want for you to just pay attention to when you hit something that is pleasurable, meaning maybe you find like holding the object in a certain way, you're like, oh, that feels good. Like that feels pleasurable. Or, you know, you start rubbing the inside of your wrist and you're like, oh man, that that feels good. I like that. And just stay with that and pay attention to it. And you can change the speed. You can kind of change, you know, what you're touching your object with or, or where you're rubbing your object. And this isn't intended to be sexual. I'm really just, but I am intentional in using the language of pleasure. And then I want you to open your eyes, Zach, and just tell me about your experience. Like, what did you, as you were feeling up this object, what was your experience? Um... My experience was I really didn't want to do this. I know. But then I decided to trust Thank you. the process, mm -hmm. which is exactly the same experience I'm having uh, with my PowerPoint, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, I really don't want to do this right now, but because I'm having all these feelings that I don't want to have. So, but I said, but I'm going to trust the 
you know. Trust it. I Higher, higher power, maybe. Okay. And so, um, so yeah. Then I just kind of gave myself over to it, and I started to do the thing you said. And I was, listen- I was listening to my hands. I was waking up my hands. Mm-hmm. And that was an uh, experience that I wasn't going to have otherwise if I didn't do it on purpose. So did you find something that you were like, ooh, that kind of feels nice. That feels, I found some pleasure. I did. What was it? Yeah. Uh, well, in, in, interestingly, the object that I chose is is shaped like a hand. So it was literally <laughs> was like a little hand. Meta. rubbing. Yeah. Waking up all four of your hands. Uh, I don't know. Right there at the base of my pinky, I found a little thing that felt not quite like tickling, but it was, um, it was definitely more sensitive than other parts of the palm of my hand. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and I went through this, you know, quite quickly and was speaking loudly because things just don't translate the same over podcasts. Um, but yeah, here's, here's the point of this entire object or of this entire exercise okay. is that you, yes. you took something, I'm holding a tiny Carmex. It's like, a you know, like a chapstick and I found pleasure in, oh, I just dropped it in, in rubbing the lid against my inner wrist. And I just kind of okay. sat there. And I, what I love is that every time I have done this with any object I find, and with any couple that I've done this with, it is anything you can find pleasure and joy in anything, literally anything, including the tiny hands that you're holding, uh, a mug that you might have And so I think it's all about tuning into like what you have done. This is where I'm bringing it back. What you have done of I'm paying attention to the small things that happen all around me, the sun or the moon Mm. coming up and rising. It's there all the time. But unless you turn your attention and you turn the volume up on your ability to experience joy and pleasure, it's just going to be a freaking moon until you look at it and you say, oh, that's kind of nice. And you go, oh, wait a second. I'm going to sit with that for a second. I'm just going to pay attention. Yeah. To that feels nice. That sure. looks nice. I'm enjoying this and allowing that to resonate. Um, yeah. Or it's just going to happen. You're not going to notice it at all. Right. Like the moon is the moon, the sun, whatever right. the breeze on your face, the, um, the smell of the guy, <laughs> you know, like totally. all of it can like so, can bring you into a sense, a sense that the world is bigger than your, than your little tiny problem right now. Yeah. And I think, okay, so I know that that's creepy, but the thing about smells for me is that I notice it and I don't just let it go. (laughs) There's nothing creepy about smells. No, but I mean like I go. There's something creepy about telling the guy you want to smell him. That's the creepy I need to smell you. Well, it was either that or I'm going to like wrap him up in a hug and spend a little too long on (laughs) it. But it's that I'm noticing and with like some people, like with your eyes, catching the moon with your eyes and holding that gaze and being like, wow, I'm just going to let that cool moon wash over me. That's really neat for me. It's wow. That smells really good. I'm going to go in and get some more of that. Cause that, I, that makes me feel good. And I'm going to hone in on that pleasure so that I can give myself like that moment for 30 seconds of just sniffing up this dude next to me. That smells really yummy. And, and I, yeah. Remember how I asked you about your sense of smell once? I asked you if you like, and you said that your senses are dulled, that you don't. don't yeah, smell much. I do. I'm I'm relatively insensitive, is what I is what I usually yeah, say. I was really bummed about that for you. Yeah, yeah, me too, <laughs> because I don't get to do some of the things that a lot of people get to do, like really appreciate smell or taste. Mm-hmm. You know, except that pizza, man. I can still taste that pizza. That's so good. Maybe I'll make you a pickle pizza. 
Hey, so before before we finish up this episode, and this is the first time that I'm yes. seeing your face in two weeks because we didn't meet last week, is that right. I wanted to... There, something's been kind of like weighing on me a little bit. Um, not a little bit, actually a lot of it. Is that the episode where I confronted you and I said, hey, I'm having really hard feelings about the interview that we did with, uh, with Sean and Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, it. Yeah, I know you do. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun, by the way. So what ended up happening is that I shared with Zach, and if you haven't heard this episode, go back and watch it because I think it's pretty stinking interesting the way that this played out. I said, Zach. Yeah, or, or listen to it. Yeah. yeah, listen to it. I had really negative ex- a, a negative experience while we were doing a podcast or yeah, an episode with uh, Andrew and Sean. And I wanted to address this with you. And I had the unique experience of mm-hmm. having an internal experience that did not match what happened, what actually happened. So what actually happened is that Zach and I had a great interview and we, you know, shared this, the same amount of airtime. He was, uh, really like, I don't know, collaborative, basically the opposite of what my internal experience was. And we just don't have that opportunity to see how that plays out in real time because we don't have cameras in our living rooms recording every move. You can't actually hit rewind Mm. and say, wait, 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 your experience is not what actually happened. And there was a moment where I told you, I wanted to figure out if this is a me issue or a we issue. And I had come to the conclusion that this was a we issue, something I needed to address with you. Going back and watching that interview, it was very clear to me, especially since my mother text messaged me and said, one, that was not nice of you to bring this up and spring it on Zach last minute on the podcast. She said that that would have made her sweat. And two... She said, sweetie, I think you were wrong here. (laughs) And I was like, you're right, mom. I was wrong. And I just, I wanted to let you know that I completely acknowledge that going back and watching that, there's something I need to dig in a little bit deeper. There was something very internal that was happening for me that wasn't actually happening on the outside. My perception of how you showed up was not what actually happened. And so I, I just want to acknowledge that I recognize that um, I'm glad we talked about it because you responded yeah, in a way that strengthened our relationship. I mean, I know that I can bring stuff up to you and you can hear it and respond back and, um, and you made it okay for me to, to talk to you about things that were going on for me. And, and I assumed yeah. that you were part of it, which you were not. This was a Laura issue, not a Zach and Laura issue. So, yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah, thanks for saying all that. It's uh, of course it's totally fine. I, I think it was really great. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to kind of go full circle around the whole experience for yourself. Again, the experience you had was real; it belonged to you, and I'm glad I didn't make it worse. No, you um, did not. So I can appreciate that part, and I think people really benefited from that conversation, regardless of whether it was based in reality or not. Like I think that I think we were able to model something that was. Uh, just going to be helpful for people taking their house. We heard a lot of people, I, I don't know if you saw, but we got a lot of people on the Instagram saying, Hey, that was really, I learned a lot. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, totally. Well, I get it. and I and, think like um, in full model, I don't feel like you owe me an apology, but I'll, I'll accept it. Thank you. I, I, I'm glad. And I just wanted to come back and say it's, I think it is important to own, 
take ownership. Like when you're wrong, you're wrong and say you're wrong. And Zach, I was wrong. Yeah. And I appreciate you well, have gone through this yeah, with me and allowed me to humbly accept my <laughs> wrongdoing. Um, yeah, right on. With that, let's land this plane. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And just as a reminder, for those of you who are thinking, man, therapy might be a good option for me right now in my life. Believe it or not, as we're heading into the holidays, this is one of the busiest times uh, for Zach and myself as therapists, because this is when family occasions come up and when seasonal affective disorder becomes more prominent and when drinking becomes more escalated. There's a lot of things that happen during this time of the year between October and about February. It would be a great time for you to establish a relationship with a therapist in your area. You can do that by going to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR. We've partnered with BetterHelp so that you anywhere in the world can get support on your terms, whether it be virtual therapy, emailing with a therapist, texting with the therapist, speaking with a therapist on the phone. It's on your terms. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR. Before we, I bid you adieu. I have a corny joke for you. What kind of a noise does a witch's vehicle make? Broom, broom. Get it? Get it? Happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe. Thanks so much for all of your time and attention. Making a relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.